When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Seven more, Topper. Seven more, Topper. Let's go, Phillies. Woo! We're getting closer to tramp stamps. We're getting closer to the World Series. We're getting closer to the championships. Wow. It wasn't pretty at times, but Phillies got the job done. Welcome in, guys. I see you guys are already booming in the chat. It's flowing, flooding in. Let us know how you're feeling. We can all breathe now. It was, it was a, an exciting, incredible start for the Phillies. Zach Wheeler was wheeling and dealing. We'll get into the numbers in the breakdown. We had a drop-off, hit a little bit of a wall, but uh, Craig Kimbrell, the closer, coming in and uh, helping to round out this win. Whew, Jamie, what a game. Yeah, uh, that was a pretty great start to the game. Uh, first pitch home run. Uh, we've talked about it, what it would do to that stadium. Uh, and then Bryce Harper, two batters later, said, uh, yeah, that was a good idea. And, you know, credit, we talked about it in the pregame show. Credit to Kevin Long and the Phillies and their preparation for, uh, you know, Zach Gallen. We showed the graphic earlier how many, uh, you know, first pitch home runs uh, he's, you know, let up this year. It was a great job by Tyler pointing that out. And uh, apparently he was in the in the ear of Kevin Long because they were looking to jump Zach Gallen early on, and they most certainly did that. Yes, they did. Listen, guys, it was a rough Sunday for all of us, and I know some of you actually tagged us on Twitter because after the Eagles lost yesterday, we wanted a, a nice Phillies win today. We got... We got what we wanted. Great win. Definitely was, uh, you know, we saw a lot in that game, as you talk about, from the, from the leadoff with Kyle Schwarber, finally getting the Schwarber bomb, which we, we talked about pregame, wanting and looking for, um, to Zach Wheeler, just completely steady throughout. And hit that like button, smash that like button, just like Bryce Harper smashed it out of the ballpark, and just like Nick Castellanos did, and Kyle Schwarber, and 
Wow, seven more, seven more guys. We are, we are seven away. And that's, with each game, it just sounds more, it's just more and more real. It's just, this is awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really, you know, <laughs> inching towards uh, a pretty palatable number there. Uh, seven more really doesn't sound that bad. Um, that was, what a way to start. And we'll be down there tonight, tomorrow night, excuse me, with our, our giveaway winner, I can't wait to step foot in that stadium again and feel it. I mean, that that energy from a Schwarber home run to lead off the game, really, really encouraging to see him kind of come around. Uh, you know, there was two guys that I thought let you down a little bit tonight, but we're not going to bring that up right now. Well, there's plenty of time to get into that. Uh, but Bryce Harper on his 31st birthday, uh, two in the first inning like that. It's a shame, you know, somebody else wasn't on base just to kind of pad that a little bit. Uh, but all in all, a, an awesome start to the game. Definitely got some tight sphincters late. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I was nervous as hell when Craig Kimbrell came in, uh, but he got the job done. And, you know, that's why you went out and got him. It was a great deal. One year, $10 million. He's got big game experience. He knows how to handle those moments, and he's been emotionally a roller coaster for us fans, but the team believes in him. Rob Thompson believes in him, and um, he gets the job done again. So kudos to Craig Kimbrell for closing it out. Yeah, the third save of the postseason for Craig Kimbrell, and the Phillies remain unbeaten at home in postseason games at 5 and 6 and no, I guess it is now. Um, but, you know, this has been – for us, Craig, in that moment, you're you're holding your breath. You're nervous. You know the game, the Diamondbacks bring it, the game within two, and you're biting your nails a little bit more. You're clawing at your hair. You're like jittery. And for Craig Kimbrough to continue to show why he's one of the best closers, and uh, you know in that moment steps up. He he loves. He thrives off those moments. We talked about it. Thrives off of those moments. And we saw Craig Kimbrough take care of business there too. So now ten for ten in save opportunities in the postseason. Um, Craig Kimbrell, guys. Craig Kimbrell. When you need a, when you need someone to come in and, and close things out, it is definitely Kimbrell that can get the job done for you. So welcome in everybody in the chat. Let's see what we've got. I know some of you guys are just a pulse check. We've got a, oh, John Blaze. I guess when your team's done, you've got to continue to follow us, which is fun, I guess, for you. Um, <laughs> Julia, you're saying you hate when announcers hit you with the stats like Kimberly has never blown up postseason. I know. That was us, too. Oh, Craig Kimberly's never blown a postseason. He's nine for nine in postseason saves. We don't need that right now. Wait until after. I feel like you wait until after. He closes out, saves. Then you can bring up the now he's 10 for 10. We don't need to have those types of jinx moments that are very, very nerve-wracking. Um, but I know in the chat, you guys are talking a lot about the, some of the scary moments. Don't worry. We, we all felt those scary moments too. We will get to them. But right now, birthday boy, Bryce Harper at 31, the, the history that he made. And also, uh, Bryce just became the fourth player in major league baseball history to Homer on their birthday. So how about that? Happy yeah. Birthday. And, uh, in typical Bryce Harper fashion, <laughs> Brian, uh, whoever the hell is the on in on field interviewer, I forget his name. It wasn't Brian Anderson, I, whoever it was, uh, asked Harper about that and said, how was your birthday? <laughs> and he goes, we got the win. That's all that matters to me. And, uh, you know, earlier I did a, a hit on our, our sister station in Phoenix and they kind of asked about Bryce Harper uh, you know, being the heart and soul of the Phillies team. And it, it really, 
kind of is unbelievable. His OPS in playoff history now is like close to 1100. Um, he is just uh, a bargain worth yeah. every penny they paid him and then some. He has completely changed baseball in Philadelphia uh, in, in a major oh Matt Weiner thank you Joseph Heston yes or Matt Weiner, Weiner yes mm -hmm. uh, I always say Weiner because as you know Renee I am a 12 year old child um, and, yeah it's like Tom Brenneman I'm never not gonna say Thom that's not Tom you just spell it T H O M that's not Tom um, <laughs> so yeah Bryce Harper is just he's changed the baseball landscape of this city in such a major way I don't really know who to compare it to like. We were kind of lost before Bryce Harper and Aaron Nola talked about it, like hoping to resign here because he saw the bad of it and now gets to experience the good of it. Mm -hmm. Well, Bryce Harper immediately brought the good to Philadelphia uh, almost instantaneously, whether he's placating about the fanatic or just talking about how much he loves it here. Uh, it really has changed all of our lives for the better. Uh, so thank you. Bryce Harper yes. for choosing us and and you know wanting to be here. Yeah, yeah, and I love the celebration. Uh, the as he was rounding the bases, as if he's blown out the candles with the number three. Um, yeah, Bryce Harper is just we're watching history, guys. And I think so many times in sports we get caught up. Obviously, we're focused on seven more wins and and the World Series and everything, but. He's he's super very much an all-in dude as you're talking about Greg, but also as you're mentioning Joseph, you know a Philly legend. Um, I know a couple of you said that we're watching history right now and how Bryce Harper is playing. That we're going to be able to look back and say, I remember when um, to our kids and our kids' kids. And so you know, in this moment, it's like soak it all in, just like he's soaking it all in. That we're watching. Bryce Harper do historic things, and even for the Phillies overall, this team is absolutely brought in. I know somebody said that in the chat, this group is bought in. They are continuing to find ways to win games. And that's not easy to do at this stretch of the season when you had the lulls and you had the momentum kind of drop off. And you see the Diamondbacks who were after being held scoreless to the first five rattle off three runs in the sixth and seventh inning and they close the gap. And now you're kind of nervous and they continue to find ways to, to win this game. This is why we all enjoy watching this team. Nick Castellanos, five of eight at-bats. Of course, that eighth at-bat was also a homer, so I'm, I'm stopping it there. I'm not counting after that. Um, Suzanne Summers. Five of eight at-bats, home Shout runs. Out. And in those five, there were five different celebrities that passed away to make that happen. <laughs> but Nick Castellanos, um, with five home runs in – the last three postseason games, the only other player to do it, as was talked about on the broadcast, Reggie Jackson in the 1977 World Series. So Cheltenham we don't want to continue seeing celebrities drop. Be careful out here. Be careful out here. I mean, Suzanne Summers, shout out for the game. Uh, I guess it gave uh, Castellanos the werewolf blood he needed to hit another home run. Uh, whatever the hell happens with him and celebrity deaths, I don't know, uh, but it it's a thing. Yeah. It's I mean, if anybody's weird. seen the movie Ghost Rider with Nicolas Cage, where he's Wait, like. You saw that? The movie? Ghost Rider with Nicolas Cage? <laughs> you didn't see it? <laughs> I think I think the more common reaction is, wait, you saw that? Wait, I love that movie. <laughs> really? Yeah, I like, I'm a big Nicolas Cage fan. You didn't see that? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Tyler? drop in the chat if you've seen Ghost Rider. Is that Marvel? Is that is early it Marvel? Marvel? It's Marvel-esque. 
Uh, uh, it, so, okay. I don't know why you're so surprised. <laughs> First of all, I thought that I movie like sucked. No, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost Riders, like he gets powered up and charged up when people die, wasn't it? That that was. The, I, I'll have to take your word for it. He was like dead. It's twenty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I think <laughs> it's like pretty universally considered a bad movie. Listen, it, he was, Eva Mendez though. What up? Yeah. Is she oh, in it? The, yes, yes. All right. I mean, um, I might watch five minutes. Yeah, we love Ryan Gosling and Eva Mendez, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about how much we love the fact that Nicholas, not Nicholas, well, Nick. Yeah, it is Nicholas, actually. <laughs> yeah. the, oh, Nicholas Cage, Nick just made it out. Wait, time out. Nobody else put that together. And I'm telling you, nobody else put that together. When did that movie come out? Um, Patrick Glenn in the chat agrees with you. He liked it. Uh, Nicholas 2007. Cage. Guys, if you haven't Ghost seen Rider's Ghost awful. Rider. Okay, Ghost Rider was, it was a reach. Nicholas Cage has had some reaches in the movies. That's not the point here. The point is, put the, put, connect the dots. Nicholas, Nick and Nick. Nicholas yeah. Cage. Nicholas Castellanos, Ghost Rider, Celebrity Death, whatever you want to call it. And my cousin Martian Lynch says, I ironically, like Ghost Rider's name was Johnny Blaze. Johnny Blaze. And we've got oh a Johnny God. Blaze in the chat. Life's a circle. <gasps> He's Nicholas Cage, his character. Johnny Blaze? It's based you, off of him. You think John, Johnny Blaze is actually... No, Nick is not Ghost Rider. <laughs> <laughs> I just got very excited. John Blaze is Liam's account. That's what Eugene is cracking the code a step further. Oh, Green Lantern. That's a, no, now we're just... No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm talking about Green Lantern. All right. Wow, we listen, guys. Listen, guys. We know how to go off the the rails a little bit, so we're gonna. I'm gonna bring you all back. Bring you all back. Bring you Please. all back. Bring you back to Jamie. Um, I just can't believe you said you've never seen Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider. I, I've seen a lot of Nicolas Cage movies, <laughs> even the bad ones. I like movies, guys. I like movies. Okay, I like this Phillies movie. Let's get back, Frank. Don't sign off because we're talking about Ghost Rider. We're getting back. The point is that Nick Castellanos. This is really what I was trying to get at. Similar to Ghost Rider, thrives mm -hmm. off of death. That well, was Ghost Rider. I, I so guess. So it is, it is literally Nick Castellanos. <laughs> and in a historic performance of five home runs and three postseason games, Johnny Blaze, a.k.a. Ghost Rider, a.k.a. Nick Castellanos, <laughs> tied a postseason record with Reggie Jackson in a 1977 World Series. Wow. Yeah, and to see Nick Cassianis go yard to right field just shows you he is locked the F in right now. Um, he's just taking what – when his swing is, like, locked in like it is right now, it's it's a thing of beauty. It's just a pure baseball swing. Uh, and to see him go to right field tonight was super, super encouraging. Uh, Castellanos was great. Schwarber, good to see him come to life. Harper, you can always rely on. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. Stott and Bohm are, are kind of killing you a little bit. Uh, <sighs> it was great to get the win tonight. A lot of men still left on base. I was shocked that the Diamondbacks stuck with Zach Gallen as long as they did. Uh, it kind of seemed like they were going with the, I don't want to say giving up, uh, but the pitch count was low yeah. for them, and they were just like, all right, well, we don't want to burn our bullpen in game one. Phillies aren't really busting this open yet. Might as well stick with Gallon for a little bit longer and see what we can get out of them. Uh, and the strategy, for the most part, paid off for them. Uh, they kept that within range and and still a game. So 
credit to them for that strategy. I thought it was crazy at the time, but kind of worked out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it did. Just like Lisa's saying, it kind of worked out, always works out, that we just go off in some crazy directions, and I'm glad we can at least bring you guys some laughs. But when you when you look at that moment, I felt like with Gallon falling off at the wheels um, and things going terribly for, for the Diamondbacks, we loved it. I mean, on our side, it's like, sure, keep them in, struggling. I mean, the first four, the first three innings, you give up four runs. Sure, we, we like that math. That math is mathing. Um, but I felt like in that moment, I know I tweeted out and some people were kind of saying similar things, was like, this is a moment of them waving the white flag. They were scrambling in, in the bullpen of trying to figure out. It seemed like they didn't know who to go to next. Nobody was even warming up. And it kind of felt like they were already looking forward towards game two in that moment of like, well, where we dug ourselves in a hole, we're down 4-0, then down 5-0, and um, well, we'll try again tomorrow. Now, obviously, it's the playoffs. I don't think anybody's giving up. So I'm saying that in a hypothetical somewhat way. But it just kind of felt like they didn't know what to do and couldn't figure out how to make a decision. Now, we on our side, I'm going to say, bailed them out a little bit because after the fifth inning – JT helps with an RBI and we're up 5-0 and then we hit a wall in Zach Wheeler's final inning that he pitched. That's when we saw him give up the two runs, hits, you know, other, prior to that, Zach Wheeler had gone on a 15 straight pitches of, of not giving up a hit and then, then it all turned for the worst. So I do think it felt like Originally, the Diamondbacks were kind of stuck and didn't know what to do, but then the Phillies had opportunities, bases loaded, or runners in scoring position. It was at least 13 runners that they were left yeah, in scoring my last position. Note, That's I had the last number I had. 13 left on base. So we, on our side, bailed them out a bit because rather than continuing to pummel them and score runs after the fifth inning, we were held scoreless. And, 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 that's how we close out the game. So I, I like the fact that we were able to squeeze out the win. I don't like the fact that it, it was such a tale of two games in that sense. Yeah, you wasted the opportunity with Trey Turner getting a, a leadoff uh, a throwing error to second base there. And you just kind of had some hard hit balls that, that weren't going in play. Uh, the one encouraging thing that led to an out late was Johan Rojas smoked the ball and the advanced analytics on that hit. Uh, said that ball expected batting average off the bat was 690, uh, which nice. Um, but he should have oh, been – I mean, that's that's just a great play. But Kettle Marte is an awesome baseball player. So is Corbin Carroll. Um, so, it was, you know, you're, you're, it's nothing's easy in playoff baseball. But, you know, a couple balls were hit hard. Uh, Rojas was coming around on them late. Uh, somebody in the chat was asking about Zach Gallen. Yes, he is a Bishop Eustace kid. Mm -hmm. uh, and they asked what year. I believe he graduated in 2013. I was just trying to look it up. 2014 and 15, he pitched in North Carolina and then uh, went after that. So, yes, Bishop Eustace kid. And um, Christian Walker went to uh, – oh, I read this earlier today. He's from Norristown and the high school he went to. Whatever. It doesn't matter. They went down one nothing. Somebody in the chat said, I think the crowd got to Gallon. Um, certainly possible. Yeah. I mean, you know, that place was loud. They started chanting, Gallon, Gallon. Uh, you know, I think Citizens Bank Park is going to get to most people because it's so unlike every other baseball stadium. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's why the Phillies are undefeated at home in the postseason, um, especially because we take things up a notch and the, the decibels, 111 decibels Kennedy, off Kennedy of... Kennedy Kendrick, that's what uh, off of Walker the, was. Yeah, 111, one, I think that was the one, Harper one, home one, run. Yeah, off of Harper's home run that the ballpark was, was scored at. I mean, everybody is just cheering on their feet, making sure that you hear them. And they... They showed out today. I'm excited to see it tomorrow in person. But, um, you know, overall for the, for the Phillies, that's what has helped tremendously of having the ballpark have your back, that when you have those lulls, you know, it's Jose Alvarado on the mound or even when Sir Anthony was struggling, Craig coming in late, that the ballpark's going to continue to just kind of rally behind you. And we needed some rallying today, guys. We definitely needed some rallying because – the troops kind of seems like they needed they flatlined a little bit, need a little resurgence. So I'm glad that Citizens Bank Park was able to help make a little bit of a difference. But uh, yeah, Zach Wheeler, who we haven't even had a chance to talk about as much yet. Um, Zach Wheeler, eight strikeouts, didn't start giving up hits until the sixth inning, um, essentially gave up the, a hit in the first and then 15 straight pitches uh straight batters, excuse me, without giving up a hit. And Zach Wheeler, if you look at game two against the Braves and you look at tonight, this is why we love Zach Wheeler. This is why Zach Wheeler is the best pitcher in baseball right now because in big moments, Zach's not giving up, forget runs, not giving up hits. And the numbers that have been put out, um, it's, it's just remarkable to watch. We're talking history with Bryce Harper. We're watching history with Zach Wheeler also right now. Yeah, he was spectacular. You know, the lead-up single gets let uh, let up to Corbin Carroll there, and I and I'm not gonna lie, I just went, oh shit! <laughs> it, like, is this finally the bad Zach Wheeler performance? Uh, not that I've been expecting, but you know, he is human. Um, maybe not when you see some of these numbers where Zach Wheeler ranks in MLB history. Here's one for you: lowest career Major League Baseball postseason WHIP which if you're not a baseball nerd like Tyler and myself, which is walks and hits allowed per innings pitch with 40 or more total Same. innings pitched. This, this is wild. Uh, Zach Wheeler now has the lowest in major league baseball history at 0.695 Mariano Rivera. Um, this guy pretty good closer for the Yankees for a long time. Um, you know, a lot of people say the greatest reliever ever. Uh, he's second at 0.759, then Kenley Jansen, and then this guy named Sandy Koufax. Um, so that should put into context a little bit more of how great Zach Wheeler has been. And we talked about it briefly on the postgame show. It almost feels like nationally he's still somehow underrated yeah which is yeah. unbelievable because every opportunity this guy has had in philadelphia he's taken a torch and ran with yeah and now top for lowest whip by any pitcher in major league baseball postseason history with a minimum of five starts um and across that list is a lot of similar names roy Halliday, sandy koufax so you know zach wheeler has shined brightest in the biggest moments too you know it's it, this is this is our this is our ace. This is our pitcher we can count on. I know Greg, you're saying Wheeler's the goddamn man. I mean, yeah, it is without a doubt agree, comforting Greg. when you see Wheeler on the mound. You feel you feel safe. I, I like I hate to say that it's cheesy. There's there are some pitchers right now, 
sadly, that when they're coming in, you're like, holy crap, what are we going to get today? Zach Wheeler, you're, you know Zach's going to be able to get himself out of things. You, you have trust. Exactly trust. And today, Zach Wheeler in the six innings pitch was, was steady, was phenomenal. Three hits, two earned runs, eight strikeouts, as I mentioned, zero walks. You know, Zach Wheeler is such a big boost, and that's why you're able to go up 5-0. Yeah, since we're uh, on the Zach Wheeler stats porn category of the <laughs> evening, uh, I'm just going to read another one for you because anytime your name is next to Bob Gibson mm -hmm. in the annals of baseball history, you're doing pretty well. Yeah. Uh, so Zach Wheeler now has 26 strikeouts uh, with his eight tonight over the first three starts of this postseason. Uh, that ties him... Uh, for basically like, you know, uh, 15th in baseball history with the likes of Max Scherzer twice, who did it with Detroit back-to-back -back years, Josh Beckett, who was a damn machine for the Red Sox back in the day, and this guy named um, Bob Gibson. Uh, so 26 strikeouts, over three starts. He said it when the, and when the lights are, are brightest, he shows up. And Renee, you know what I do when the lights are brightest? put on my shady rays <laughs> uh because right now shady rays has got an awesome deal going on for you if you buy two plus pairs using code phly you'll get 50 percent off i've had shady rays in the past i have family members uh that use shady rays and it is an awesome time so gear up for the season ahead winter there's a lot of bright spots out on the road you need some shady rays and they're built to last uh, they have you covered with premium polarized shades and quick swap snow goggles that won't break the bank. Uh, so for you uh, ski bunnies and what do you call the ski dudes? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers an unrivaled product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. And no BS, I'm done with the expensive pairs. I'm just a Shady Rays man now. Durable frames and world-class optics for all your outdoor activities. And if you're into winter sports, the quick, quick swap snow lenses switch easily from full sun to low light. Don't let changing light conditions slow you down on the slopes when all you need is your Shady Rays snow goggles. I just ordered a pair of Timbra Classics. Uh, that I can't wait to get for the car. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear, and this is why they're phenomenal. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost or broken replacements. You lose a pair, Shady Rays has got you. You, you screw up a pair and you get the frame scratched and something breaks, Shady Rays has got you. Uh, if you lose or break a pair, even on day one, they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Uh, so wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after the purchase. So check that out. Code PHLY if you get two plus pairs right now, 50% off. Boom. Oh, boy. Not, no questions asked. <laughs> Did I say asked? I mean, I don't think you needed to point that out. <laughs> well, I was already laughing because... <laughs> I think it was Ski uh, <laughs> you were about to go snow bunnies and I was getting really nervous. That's why I said, I don't know. Ski bunnies, snow bunnies, whatever. Same thing. No, no, no. We don't want to. We don't want to bring in snow bunnies. What's snow bunnies? Huh? <laughs> What's going on here? I don't know. I mean, I don't uh, Google it. Snow bunnies. Oh, God. And we'll move on while JV's learning, guys. Um, 
Yeah. So, okay. I don't even know where to pick up from there. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's not what I was thinking at all. No, but yeah. no. Okay, it's fine. I had to go to so Urban Dictionary. A really touching point. I want to switch. I want to switch. <laughs> I want to switch into a much more serious point, which is a really weird transition out of that moment of me making fun of you, is Jose Alvarado and what they were talking about in the broadcast about how, for as much as we love these moments, how sad it is for him to not have his family here. He's got a six and a 10 year old. His family's from Venezuela. They were talking about the broadcast. It's such a weird time <laughs> in the game to bring that up. Like they, they brought it up and, and granted they you only did. have a small window when he's in, but then Brian Anderson back in the booth was like, great story. Okay. Back yeah, to action. And, and, it was and they just, just like, completely moved on. And I was sitting over there like who's cutting onions because my immediate thought is, how we have been loving seeing Nick and Liam and seeing, you know, Bryce with his two and Bryson and his pregnant wife and Shay and his little ones. Like we've been loving seeing all of them with their family. And then to see in that moment to just quickly like throw that story on us. And I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. And then I got to thinking, well, realistically, how many other players are unfortunately dealing with the same thing where you're dealing with green card issues and you don't have your family here? And it was heartbreaking to see, like, we have torn Jose Alvarado to shreds at times. And then to, to see what Jose Alvarado's dealing with, it was, just, it was just heartbreaking. So not to just drop a very somber topic on there, but, you know, it just makes you respect a player like Jose that much more to see how much he's dealing with personally that you never, you, you always see the same Jose. The only time we've seen him a little bit different is in the clubhouse when he's got bottles of tequila um that's about it otherwise we see the same jose the same like demeanor and everything is always is always jose alvarado so yeah i mean i my heart goes out to jose alvarado and his family yeah, Anybody else with this? i mean to say all last year you know you saw everybody celebrating yeah, with their family members family and there. And that's oh. just I'm a big family person, so and I know you are. We all are, so like even that part made me that much. Yeah, my that makes overrated. me root for you that much more, Jose. Wait, what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and by the way, who was it? Ken? Somebody. I was, that, I'm I was, not drunk. <laughs> I'm just happy. God, why does everybody think I'm hammered I every post game show? I thoroughly enjoy the fact that every single everybody show, thinks I'm drunk. everybody literally thinks Jamie's drunk. I mean, I always think that I'm very sober, and I have been, but I'm not drunk. <laughs> I don't know why I don't everybody know thinks I'm drunk about. all the time. What does that say I don't about know. me? I mean, just having a beer here doesn't make, make you drunk. No, this is quite tasty, too. Uh, yeah. But, yes, no, I, I mean, I had a beer during the game, and this is my second. So, uh, yeah, I'm not drunk, but, um, you know, yeah, I guess, definitely. I guess that doesn't speak too well to uh, my existence if everybody just thinks I'm <laughs> drunk all the time. <laughs> Greg says you're not drunk right uh, now. Sir Anthony might make me drunk if I have to uh, sweat out some more innings of the, of him in these postseasons. Because, <laughs> man, I... Kimbrel makes me, like, nervous. Sir Anthony makes me, like, want to do paces around the room and just walk in circles. And I'm always rooting for everybody on our team. I want everybody to do well. And it just pains me to see Sir Anthony. Then they're flashing him in the dugout. He's looking all defeated. Alec Bone, the same thing. We'll get there in a moment. But I'm like... Just like everybody else, uh, come on, Sir Anthony. Come on, Sir Anthony. Come on, you can do it. And he just makes you grow gray hairs, honestly, and makes you scared, and you're doing the, like, watch between the fingers because you don't know what's going to happen next. So as we talk about Zach Wheeler being the guy you can always count on and trust, and you know what's going to come with Zach Wheeler at the, at the mound, we cannot say the same about Sir Anthony Dominguez. And tonight was very, very scary, especially the play to Bryson Stott on second. That Stott missed. 
You know, those those types of plays. We cannot have those. We talk about missed opportunities. We cannot have mistakes and things um, at this point in the season. So, uh, mm-mm. <laughs> oh, no. Um, Rick Rick Morris in the, in the chat says, Kelsey was slamming beers at the game trying to forget yesterday's <laughs> pain. Fair point. I think we all were. Um, Ken said, J- Jamie, zero hate for me because I'm drunk right now. So let's go. Uh, you know, uh, Tony the Tiger is drunk on Frosted Flakes. Uh, I believe a sugar that, Yeah, I believe high. we call that a sugar high, Tony. Mm-hmm. They're great. Uh, but yes, yeah, Sir Anthony, Solid. I saw somebody Solid. earlier say, Sir Anthony fuels my alcoholism. <laughs> Uh, he is quite nerve wracking, not going to lie. But uh, another plus of tonight was, you know, a pretty manageable bullpen session uh, from everybody. You know, it was it was mostly just an inning from Sir Anthony, from Jose yeah, um, and from Craig. So nothing that they can't go again tomorrow night. And then hopefully with a day's rest, you would hope be all available again on Thursday, assuming they don't get, you know, absolutely worked tomorrow night. Yeah, um, and and that's where so that's a that's a big plus. That's where even for the bullpen specifically, you know, you saw the Diamondbacks kind of. A lot of teams don't have the depth that the Phillies have, and we were even talking like, okay, wait, if you're taking Gallon out, who's next for the Diamondbacks? And they were seemed like they weren't sure either. We don't love Sir Anthony being brought out, but you've got a number of pitchers that can get called up, different relievers to come in, and you can hold your breath for some of them. But for some, you're like, okay, I'm confident in this guy. You know, I, I know somebody mentioned Orion earlier. Um, you know, there's the list goes on of Hoffman, different names that you can bring in, Craig Kimbrell as a closer, Jose, that you do feel comfortable in. So Sir Anthony got out of it. We survived, but it was definitely a very scary stretch. Um, but overall, this bullpen, I still, I still feel very optimistic. It's nothing like I was feeling about a month or, or so ago with the bullpen issues uh, because we're in a better place now. We're in a better place. It's yeah. less than an inning that we had the, like of a very scary moment versus uh, what it was before. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Prior to the game tonight, I did have that like, oh, no, Diamondbacks are young, stupid, one through four. They have two good starting pitchers. I started like, I don't know, mentally preparing myself for the worst. And, yeah, I, I did. Uh, you know, I, I'm confident the Phillies are going to win. But the Diamondbacks, I didn't want to take them lightly. So mentally, I started like putting up my my guard okay. uh, and preparing for it. And then that first hit happened. Uh, and then, oh, yeah, Zach Wheeler shut them the hell down. Uh, Zach Wheeler has only allowed multiple base runners in two of 16 innings this postseason. Uh, this dude is on another level. Hopefully, Aaron Nola takes that torch and, and continues running tomorrow. Because if you go up 2-0... Uh, this series is over. Yeah. Um, if if the Diamondbacks can't win games uh, on the backs of Gallon and Merrill Kelly, who's going to be going tomorrow night for them, they have no shot. Uh, so they they desperately need a split. Merrill Kelly has had a great year, a more consistent year than Aaron Nola. Uh, but for the Diamondbacks to do anything, they need to win on those guys' nights on the mound. And if you go up two nothing on them early, that's I I think that's just a recipe for lights out. Yeah, and I don't see I don't see this series splitting tomorrow. To be honest, I know I talked about it on the pregame show. I I wholeheartedly believe that this series is going back to Arizona 2-0 Phillies. I kind of feel I, that too right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, and I think I do think that it's the Diamondbacks will win a game or two 
on their home field. I don't imagine it being a sweep because this is this is a very you talk about young, stupid, but just in general a team that doesn't really have the pressure. You know, they're gonna they're there's a da- a, da- a dangerous, scary team at the times, and so I absolutely imagine that we're gonna see two zero, and then you know. From there, we'll see what happens. But, you know, looking at the way that the Phillies were able to play today, much like a little bit of what we saw in game two against the Braves, it didn't feel, it never to me felt like, holy crap, the Diamondbacks are playing really well as much as I felt like the Phillies have just dropped off a peg. And so I think that's one of the most encouraging things to me. It's not they're taking over the game. They're making big plays as much as it felt like the Phillies just kind of dropped off in energy intensity, couldn't score runs, couldn't get hits even with runners in scoring position and ve- you know veered away from what was working. So I like the fact that so far in the postseason, it's been more about when the Phillies are playing well, we're locked in, you know, th- th- we're scoring, we're not giving up hits or runs. And when the Phillies drop off, we're beating ourselves. So I think that's why I'm, I'm most confident that tomorrow's gonna, we're going to go up 2-0. Aaron Nola obviously getting the start. Um, because I think the Phillies are the ones that are really dictating the tempo. It's like what we we are the ones in control of this series. And the only way that the Diamondbacks will win a game, in my opinion, is if we're not performing to the level that we know the Phillies. Can oh, play nice. Dr. Nighthawk, who uh, <laughs> love your support. Uh, she said she was just in the PHNX postgame show, our sister station out there. Uh, and as Eugene Krabs is wondering, I wonder how he the sexy voice dude from earlier uh, and that's Derek out in Phoenix uh, is feeling about his Diamondbacks in five pick. Well, Do- Dr. Nighthawk confirms that they're not doom and gloom over there in Diamondbacks land. They oddly feel good about tonight, even with the L. Um, oh, okay. Uh, the Philly, I-, I would be terrified, honestly, because Schwarber, Stott, Bohm, Schwarber came around. Stott and Bohm need to come around. Yeah. But everybody else is mashing. And I believe that is, if my note is correct, 16 home runs for the Phillies in the playoffs so far. 16. And so the himbos are mashing. And that is not a a good recipe for success. I know you got kind of some sustained life there with Gallon able to give you, you know, those two extra innings and, and keep his pitch count low. Uh, but the fact Castellanos, Harper, and Schwarber went yard, uh, if those other guys come come around, it, it's lights out. And you better do it with Merrill Kelly tomorrow uh, or you really don't have a, sh- a, a shot at this. Yeah, and that's, and that's what was the drop-off. You know, even bottom of the batting order, we saw Marsh was able to, to get a hit. You know, Rojas um, just kind of gave what we expect them to do. But it has really been, especially with Bohm, um, that's where we're seeing the Phillies unable to get a hit. Look, I'm not expecting you know, to have grand slams or you know hit home runs every time. Obviously, that is what we do best in Philly. But when you have runners in scoring position, just keep the inning alive. And to see Bohm getting out and struggling, like that has been the Achilles heel right now of the, the middle of the batting order kind of being wishy-washy. So that's why like, I would be very concerned because it's not the Phillies – um, getting like I again don't feel like it was the Diamondbacks outplaying the Phillies at any stretch of the game. I definitely felt like it was the Phillies just struggling and defeating themselves in those moments. So 
Yeah, I don't know. I think they should. Maybe it's they're they're also not they're definitely a different fan base as Martian Lynch is saying. Like it's a little different out there. Well, it's there. a transplant city. <laughs> I mean, it's a little it, different. It's like made up of thirty uh, percent Philadelphia. Yeah, it uh, is. And there's so I many Philadelphians. Every time I've been out there, I swear I meet more people in, in Phil, from Philly than I do when I'm in Philly. I so. have at least three family members <laughs> that have settled out there. Yeah. Um. So yes, we go there to uh, to warm up from our winners and transplant out there. Uh, taking a quick look at the draft. Kings line for tomorrow night. The Phillies right now are a minus 162 favorite on the money line. Merrill Kelly and the Diamondbacks come in at plus 136. Um, and honestly, probably a little bit steeper than I would have guessed. I probably would have guessed Aaron Nolan in that minus 150 range. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna chalk that extra 12 points up to uh, the Citizens Bank Park effect. Um, and, and just uh, justify it that way in my head. Uh, but that's um, that's an encouraging sign to me. Uh, I think Aaron Nola is going to uh, he's going to answer the bell tomorrow night. And, you know, he talked about, uh, I think it was yesterday, wanting to remain a Philly. And he hopes it's something that they can work out. And he loves it here. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of get that sense from all the guys on the team. Like they all sort of know and appreciate what they're going through right now and you know i saw people in the chat saying this team is so locked in so locked in yeah because it's a relentless lineup like with the diamondbacks you have to kind of worry about one through four maybe five perdomo got wheeler tonight on a mistake pitch uh but like you kind of get like a a little bit of break in the diamondbacks lineup five through nine you don't get that with the phillies through seven and when they all are playing on this extra level and love each other and love it here and know this is special you do have a lock the hell in team yeah and you know where else you can get a break game time app Mm. the game time app's the place to go if you want to hang out with your friends go buy some tickets to a game a concert you can go to the game time app use that code phly get 20 dollars off of your purchase there are playoff tickets there there are hockey tickets for the start of the nhl season a lot of tickets that you can purchase on the game time app again using that code phly to get 20 dollars off and as we're talking about being locked in i i do feel that too jamie like this team everybody's got something different that they're playing for obviously we're all playing for a title without a doubt but the motivation of you know guys that have been here before guys that have you know, they're fighting for their future, their contracts, guys that don't want to have that same feeling of, of last year of falling short. That does fuel you differently versus just being bright eyed, bushy tail, happy to be here. So that maturity, that experience, that that taste of almost, you know, that haunts you and it drives you to want to get back and get further. So when you look across just how everybody's been performing and just stepping up for each other. That's why we see them rallying around each other, very selfless, always cheering for each other. You know, they've got the team, the, the go-to moves that they're doing, um, that, that they're always just cheering each other on and keeping each other locked in because it's always that next play mentality of like, even if you make a mistake or whoever's name gets called, let's make sure the next play is better. So I've, I honestly think that's why when, when we look at this group, you don't ever really feel nervous because you know this is a group that's going to continue to fight and claw and grind out plays and and find ways to win games. And that's what they've been doing, especially at home. And uh, that's what's been so fun to watch now tomorrow with us being able to watch them, obviously in person at the ballpark, but made it so fun to watch them when they're playing. 
in the postseason games. Uh, yes, Ken, at the parade, we can most certainly get drunk together. <laughs> I will just sleep on the couch out here in our lovely offices. And earlier, uh, Vince uh, was in the chat asking me where the tattoo's going to go. Uh, it's going right on the ass cheek. Um, I've already made that decision. There it is. Um, so, Tyler, do you know where yours is going to go? Right calf for Tyler. Uh, I think I, I looped my brother-in-law, Patrick, into this. Uh, so he'll come up and get tatted up. And if any of you diehards want to get tatted too, uh, if you want to get the uh, Attaboy Harpers or – and I forgot, to, I told you guys this during the show, my, uh, my daughter, my four-year-old <laughs> daughter, gave me one of these in the car this morning on the way to school. Parenting and, done right. And uh, I don't even think I taught her that. Maybe she's seen me do it. I think she just picked oh, it up. she's been watching. From the Phillies doing yeah. it. Yeah. So, like. Uh, you never know who's watching. <laughs> well, like I was saying, I feel like there is a way. I think way, left cheek, John. I think I'm decided on the left. I think there is a way to make it, like, a fun thing. Like, it's not, you Juggling know. baseballs? Yeah, it's like, woo! Like, you can change up the movements a little bit more mm -hmm. and make it more innocent and Child friendly, but uh, yeah, you never know who's watching. Um, it's pretty. It's a pretty great celebration. It's a great celebration. It's the Pedro Serrano. It's it is, awesome. <laughs> it is awesome, and it's great how they even were talking about coming up with it, at, like playing golf and trying to figure out some celebrations they can do, and it just like naturally evolved that they decided to go with with the cojones. But oh. Well, Tyler's, Tyler's dad will get a dad. tattoo if Breaking they win the world. Breaking news, guys. Bre is this thing on? Yeah. Breaking news. This just in. Tyler Zuli's dad said he also oh, is going to be getting awesome. a tattoo on the show. The list is growing. Now, Seven more as topper. I like to keep clarifying, I am not getting a tattoo. I'm going to be the one that's driving the show. Um, of course, you will be too, but you'll be getting tatted. And right then the Tyler ass. and Tyler's dad, Papa Zuli. And I'm gonna go with this. Lynch. I'm gonna go with this P right here, like the old school Phillies P, because that's my favorite one. If you guys want to get tatted with the crew, yeah, um, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to work something yeah, out with a local know. tattoo artist. But uh, I don't see any reason why we can't get some some of you nut jobs up here with Papa Zuli getting tatted up. Papa Zuli getting yeah. tatted. Yeah, We're getting some ink so up in here. It's a family affair. It's becoming a PHLY ink crew, basically. <laughs> All from a stupid saying before the playoffs started. Tyler started this. Tyler and, did start uh, this. I uh, had a couple of beers one night and said, yeah, screw it. I'm with you. And, you know, Renee, I said it last series, and I think it's uh, uh, like I said it and believed it, but now I like really believe it. That game three versus the Braves, I thought was their World Series. Yeah. I'm I, sorry. I, I'm I'm processing what I'm reading in the yeah, in the chat. Yeah, <laughs> the tattoo I'm going to get. Oh no! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you can't tell me you don't see the resemblance. I have, I have and not the seen the movie. So okay, everybody, go watch this movie. I don't think you should go encourage watch people to do Ghost that. Ghost Rider. You don't have to finish I think the whole it movie. Sucks. You don't have to finish it. Just watch at least the beginning, so even or the trailer, it's fine too. Just Wait, see where does Nicolas Cage rank amongst like your favorite actors? He's, he's definitely not up there for favorite actors, but he's just in a lot of movies. Yeah, Nicolas Cage most is of them tons bad. Of movies. Like, what was that National Treasure movie? And yeah, Con Air's a classic. Oh, what's that hotel one where like Hotel Seventeen? Some I don't even know. <laughs> no, no, no! Don't do me like that. Ghost? A you haven't seen movie. Ghost Rider starring Nicolas Cage? <laughs> I wanted to comment on people. <laughs> wow, I just typed in. I, I, I'm just, I'm not typing in words. <laughs> I don't know what I just typed in. 
Yeah. So. Take over. Take, oh, 1727. I told you 17 something. I have no idea what that means. You're just that's saying these words. Oh, wait. That's not the name of it. Oh, my gosh. I'm. Come back to me. Take it over. Take it over. What, go, go. What, speak words. What, speak. Blah, blah. Phillies win. Baseball. Blah, blah. <laughs> Jose Alvarado throws ball hard. <laughs> Kyle Schwarber. By the way, Kyle Schwarber off the bat. To, are you talking about The Rock, Big Mike? Once in a not the rock, Wait, Alcatraz. How did I get them confused? What what is going on? Here? I know the rock. Um anyway, I Kyle Schwarber tonight, 117 miles an hour. <laughs> Martian Lynch said Hotel Rwanda. You guys are out of control. <laughs> oh. You're out of pocket. No. 117 miles Impressive. an hour off the bat tonight from Kyle Schwarber. That, as somebody in the chat said, is an absolute piss missile. Did you find this stupid movie that probably sucks because 80% of Nicolas Cage's catalog sucks? What do you got? Um, Does this movie exist? I don't know. There's so many Are you many doing ayahuasca? <laughs> I'm, I'm going down a rabbit trail here. Are you on the, into hallucinogenics? Like, what, <laughs> What's going on over here? I'm on a delirium because I'm so excited. <laughs> yes, Dr. Nighthawk, I hope you bet the Schwarber home run tonight. Uh, wow, some, he's some, been in a lot of movies. Yeah, and most of them are terrible. He was in Time to Kill. I forgot about that one. <laughs> oh, man. We're just going to have to have a, a Nick. No, no, we segment. don't. I don't think there's. Oh, he was in The Rock. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Con Air. Yeah, those are the only like, only two good ones. Actually, leaving Las Vegas is is not bad. Okay, I'm sorry, We're leaving guys. Arizona? I'm so sorry. What the hell was it? I don't anyway, know. Anyway, let's get I'm the hell out sorry. of this rabbit hole because most of his movies suck. I blame you all. Gone in 60 seconds. Let's ride. <laughs> uh, let's ride. Did I do it? Is that the movie, more or I less? Guess, yeah. They're still making those, so what the hell do I know? I'm moving on. I'm moving on. <laughs> all right. Um. Yeah, so you guys are all going to be getting tatted, and then we're Apparently. all going to be celebrating at the parade. Let's keep speaking this into existence. I will say another thing that I like that we haven't talked about is we wanted the Phillies to come to the postseason and – stop digging themselves in holes remember in the course of the regular season they like had all this remarkable numbers for the amount of games that the phillies were trailing and came back well in the postseason the phillies have done a good job consistently of lead leading and never trailing or maybe giving up one run and then and then coming back but overall it's been fun to see the phillies are Starting strong, taking care of business, and not really having those slumps of, of innings where, you know, you see a drop-off. So that part, has, even for me, has been, like, one of those small victories that are very important that you never feel like the, you're playing catch-up. You know, it's always been that either they're right in it, if they are trailing, again, down a run, or they're winning. So... Small victories, small victories. Yeah, no, that's a, it's a great thing. But the beauty of this team is even if they do fall behind, which hopefully doesn't happen, I'd much prefer to just have the lead in every single game of every single inning, these entire playoffs. I'd love um, that. Much, much more enjoyable that way for me. But even if they do fall behind, this team has shown you so much this year uh, in terms of resiliency and not being uh, shy of the moment or onions, uh, whatever you want to call it. This team is chock full of it. So even if they do fall behind, we can't give up ever because you know the team is capable of coming back and making a game out of it. Exactly. Exactly. So that's 
that is that's been the exciting part for sure. It's been great to see the Phillies have been executing and playing efficiently and consistently, and we hope and expect the same will continue tomorrow as Aaron Nola gets to start. Um, again, we will be at the ballpark, but also our game two PHOI Philly ticket winners for our giveaway will be there as well. Um, hopefully Tyler's we'll new get best to friend. See. Yeah. Yeah, it's Sean is your new best friend. Yeah, they have the same like favorite band, which I've never oh, even that's heard not of. Sean. That's not Sean. <laughs> it's not Sean. <laughs> you're just you're just combining stories. That wow. was never Sean. I thought that was Sean. I'm sorry, Sean. <laughs> him and Sean I was gonna say maybe yeah. you're manifesting it yeah. that him and Sean yeah. will also become friends. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, yeah, John, this team is just awesome. I don't know if you're talking about this team. Or the Phillies. No, I'm just kidding. I know you're talking about. But the, the, this team is is just fun to watch. And tomorrow's a new day, another chance to really put ourselves in a good position. We had, obviously, the frustrations of last series, going up 1-0, a chance to go up 2-0. Anytime you can have that insurance and that, you know, extra win of, of going up 2-0 in any series, you want to make sure you're doing that. You want to make sure you're putting the team away. And, and so... Hopefully tomorrow will be that chance to do that. Definitely we do not give up, Julia. Ty Ty wants to know what's the band, Tyler? Trivium. Trivium? Trivium? Uh, yeah, I, I do have no Do you want me to look I, them up too? Uh, no, it's all right. It's uh, probably metal, <laughs> sure? which is not really my scene. Uh, that's fine to each their own. Don't yuck anybody's yum. Um, to uh, what was the comment? Can you just scroll up for a second there, Tyler? Uh, oh, onions. That's what I wanted to address. And Greg MC, I believe, cashed on a Schwarber home run odds tonight. Oh, and we'll talk about how he cashed big time. Uh, Dr. Nighthawk, onions, when you heard me talk about clutchness, is a reference to the great LaSalle University legend, Bill Rafferty, uh, who, when a player in, you know, crunch time makes a big bucket, sometimes will give you an onions. And sometimes... An onions double order, which means balls. It's got balls. So. Oh, I wasn't expecting it to get there. Yeah, it means balls. Cojones. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that's what it's onions. It's got um, onions. Yes. Okay. So, well, hopefully yeah. you've got onions enough to go over to FOCO because they might be taking your money. I'm rocking a FOCO. Yeah, I think my wife here. purchased one tonight with our Listen, code. Listen, right now, as the Phillies continue winning, we've got to up our merchandise as well because you can't be at the ballpark or watching with your friends with the same shirt on all the time. <laughs> Look at Jamie. me. All right, <laughs> Jamie. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> I got to go into my Tupperwares in the attic. And get out the 2008 like Phillies hoodies. They're not in my. I haven't brought down my fall and winter stuff yet. I need to up my game. So I'll and if head you want to Foco. up your game, go over to Foco. They've got all types of merchandise for you and apparel, bobbleheads, collectibles, hats. You name it. So you can mix up your wardrobe because with that code PHOI, you get a nice 10 percent off discount. I actually wasn't throwing shade at you, but I felt like. Well, <laughs> I mean, you turned, stopped your read, and looked directly at me. So yeah, it wasn't directed at me at all. I was just checking to see. Uh -huh, yeah, <laughs> who was here? Nobody. Nobody's here, Renee. It's midnight. Let's shoot the shit on the chat. It's cracking me up. He, he just saying, he said last time, Bryce Harper's the man. Brian Johnson still sucks. He just hit us with a Brian sucks Johnson. <laughs> why, why he's hung up on Brian Johnson right now. The Eagles season will resume in a couple weeks after the Phillies win oh the World gosh. Series. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Fire Brian Johnson. And <laughs> Come on, people. <laughs> 
<laughs> the Phillies oh, won. Man. Exactly. We're talking about winning. We're talking. We're t- you're talking about losses. We're talking about winning playoff games here. Come on now. Um, I am definitely micro. Yeah, I think you started <laughs> ayahuasca treatments tonight or something. Uh, I don't know. You and Aaron Rodgers going into mud huts in the, in the wilderness and and finding yourselves. <laughs> uh, Kyle Schwarber after the game uh, talked about. Uh, yes, that is an eraser hood, Big Mike D. You know your beer. Uh, Kyle Schwarber after the game was asked about uh, the leadoff home run. And this is wild. He took over uh, the lead in playoff baseball history with leadoff home runs, uh, surpassing Jimmy Rollins and Derek Jeter tonight with four leadoff home runs in the postseason. Uh, he said the fans were into it, and it really just got the crowd going. You saw the frenzy. It put an extra layer on what the atmosphere was already. The crowd was with us the entire night. Um, it's just just really, I mean, you can't say enough about that stadium and that atmosphere. And the players know it, and Zach Gallen knows it, and Merrill Kelly had to sit there on the railing tonight and watch it. You know that's going to be uh, on his mind tomorrow as he gets ready for the game to step out there. Uh, it is, it's the best home field advantage in professional sports. I I really believe that it really, really is. And it definitely makes you a little bit extra nervous if you're Merrill Kelly and, uh, you know, tomorrow it'll be my turn. Um, tomorrow's going to be wild as you're talking about spiral out the flyers home opener tomorrow game two tomorrow. And there's an international game, Mexico, Germany taking place at the link. So all that going on, I have no idea. There's going to be 108, by my crack math calculations, 118,000 people there tomorrow. I don't know how and where. If you can honestly save yourself the nightmare of getting out of there and try and take the subway or something. You'd be better off walking. I, I hate getting out of a stadium when it's just a Phillies game. When you throw in a Flyers and an international friendly on top of it, because they're expecting 50,000 in Germany, Mexico. Um, the Flyers will be the, the least amount of people uh, on the evening. But just the thought of getting out of there uh, gives me anxiety just thinking about it. Well, the other part of that is it's all different fan bases. So if it was a time where you had, I don't know, like I feel like, Germany, Mexico is an entirely different fan base for the soccer game. And then Flyers fans are what, what are Germany and Mexico fans going to be thinking when they see the <laughs> Phillies uh, maniacs down there tonight? I don't know. Night? It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of traffic, chaos, and people. And then it's going to be also a mixture. You think about where the tailgating happens for the Phillies games, for example. It's all over the place. So it's going to be a mixture of, like, Phillies tailgating, you know, Germany, Mexico tailgating, some flyers, you know, flyers folks sprinkled in there. It's going to be just one big party and it could be very much crazy. So, you know, I'm excited. I think, I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little nervous, but I, I feel like the city is going to explode tomorrow because it's, it's wild. And Mike, you're not the only one that wants to say, let's go flyers. Let's go flyers. Yeah, let's, go flyers. let's go flyers. Definitely. They what they split their first weekend. I mean, look, coming back home, good chance to win your home opener. Um, Jaime Lindor is going to make an appearance tomorrow. Marshall Lynch is saying. Well, for anybody that does not remember our pregame predictions, Jaime Lindor and Renee Washington. It's weird to speak in third person. Uh, we gave our game predictions as well as Tyler Zuli. We were a little bit off, but we were close. And honestly, you were 
you were the closest. Oh, oh no, Tyler was the closest. I'm sorry. Because Tyler was 4-3. Yeah, I, I did the pitcher's duel. Yes. So these were our pregame predictions. Okay. We're going to get to, yeah, we'll get to those two actually. I don't these are our pregame predictions. Um, you know, I was expecting more runs. And if the Phillies had continued, they were on pace to definitely score eight runs. You definitely thought it was going to be more of a pitcher's duel. And then Tyler said 4-3 and ended up being 5-3. So, yeah. Tyler, you were the closest for sure. But we also cashed in on our best bets in a, in a number of those bets. Oh, I cashed, uh, I oh, didn't yeah. even realize, in the first inning, thanks to Bryce Harper. I took his over half an RBI at plus 190. And I had Zach Wheeler over 6.5 Ks. So, I had a nice little 2 Win, 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 win. And then I was saying that we were going to get, um, for Zach Allen, under... Uh, five and a half strikeouts check and then i actually put in for the parlay of the phillies winning and scoring over three and a half runs check 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 and then tyler had the um (laughs) don't worry about it (laughs) uh, the loser no runs in the first inning uh and kettle Marte, did he go under that he had one tyler took the over kettle Marte. Over one and a half hits and runs in RBIs. Yeah. Um, so over two over there, uh, four and zero over here. No Woo-hoo! big deal. We're just trying to give people some money Ooh. to go waste on Phillies merchandising. <laughs> uh, as my tax chain with my wife was her just wanting to buy uh, everything <laughs> off of Foco, uh, any Phillies merchandise she can get. She's been hitting up Etsy artists and uh, got her an all PHLY shirt. Which, by the way. You can also get, if you head to allphly.com, head down to the locker room. Uh, Hopefully, we'll be cranking out some more of these T-shirts. But the Attaboy Harpers are selling. Some people have already gotten theirs. I'm hoping mine's in. I waited because uh, life is chaotic right now, and I waited too long. And um, hopefully, it's here by the end of the week. I wish I had ordered that the day they were hot off the press. But you can get your shirts there. Uh, It's a beautiful shirt and one that... um, is going to live forever in Philly's folklore, especially if they win a World Series. Atta boy, Harper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Producer getting cooked. Martian, you don't miss anything, by the way. Bearded Trey, a.k.a. Tyler Zuli. I already made that connection. For those of you that don't know what our producer Tyler Zuli looks like, look him up. Do a quick search on Twitter. Give him a follow while you're there, too. Trey Turner and Tyler Zuli, TNT, are very similar and I just think that Tyler is a bearded face version of Trey. And then also, you definitely are giving Jaime Lindor in your picture, which is actually the only reason I wanted to do our score predictions. I just like looking at the fact. Mm-hmm. Now that Martian Lynch said it, I can't unsee it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Fair Martin, your cousin is, is on the money. Yeah, hopefully uh, we can take some of these best bets tomorrow and turn it into some more hold, cold hard cash on DraftKings because things are heating up at the ballpark. Every team is playing to finish the year strong. Uh, and make it through the playoffs. The Diamondbacks, it looks like the road's a little bit tougher than the Phillies now going down one nothing. And with DraftKings, you won't miss a moment of the baseball action. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets by betting just $5 on baseball. All customers can take a crack at a sweet payday with DraftKings same-game parlays. If you listen to Renee and I tonight, a little 4-0 action, you throw that in a parlay, that's a sweet payday. Mm-hmm. Uh, string together multiple bets from a single game for your shot at a major payout. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that code PHLY. Just don't listen to Tyler. Uh, he was 0-2 tonight. He wasn't going to make you any money. Don't listen to him. 
but tomorrow he'll probably be 2-0, so listen to him then. Uh, new customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets by betting just $5 on baseball. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHLY. The crown is yours, and the countdown begins now. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boudill Casino and Resort. Licensee partner, Gold Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.com slash baseball terms for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issue. Eligibility and deposit for restrictions apply. Did I do it? I mean, like, technically. Yeah. 29. I think See, my record was 28. I counted it as. I got 28 28. <sighs> was actually what I. Like, when mm. I hit stop, was 28 28. Which uh, is we'll, very we'll, specific. Yeah. We'll, we'll go with a tied the record. I, I, I think that just goes to show you that we're all in World Series form here. <laughs> all of us. We're all in all championship form. We're all bringing it. <sighs> Locked in. And uh, I'm I'm fearful as my voice is somewhat returning uh, that I'm just going to lose it immediately tomorrow being at the game. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry to those that are listening on podcast platforms and I just shrieked in your ear my sincere apologies. (laughs) I'm a competitor. So even something as simple as timing your reads is something exciting. I don't know if that's a sad thing or a great thing, but we're just going to let that live there. Um, But yeah, I know Justin was saying, have we seen them in the same spot? I don't know. We I haven't seen. I haven't seen Trey and Tyler in the same spot. I know they're... That's a good point. It's a great... You never know. You never know. Stranger things have happened. Um, Major League Baseball doesn't want both series to go 2-0. Yeah, right now, Texas... Okay. Um, listen, all the series have been very one-sided. So we've seen sweeps and we've seen series go uh, to just one one loss. But we haven't seen an elimination game for for any of the series at this point you know it's it's wild to think of every single series in the playoffs right now have been clearly dominated by one team yeah and uh, john blaze the butthurt uh braves fan was in the chat earlier saying uh, oh i guess phillies fans are happy now that you don't have to see the astros actually i think it's the opposite uh because um, we, we see what's happening yeah because yeah, right the texas rangers are uh rolling so I know Jordan Alvarez is uh, nasty and killed us last year, but um, I don't know. I think I'd almost rather see the Astros right now than the Rangers because they look like to be a tough out. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure about that there, John Blaze. I think I'd rather see the Astros and get a little revenge. Yeah. I don't know who I burned with my comment how did i burn mr krabs i don't know but either way yeah i don't know who i'd want to see right now because the tech the way texas is playing and we were watching that game earlier it's a, it's a little scary over there but let's focus on this series first and i know one person's got to be really thrilled with how today went and that's the bowman on twitter because i stumbled onto a tweet where he put in a total wager of five dollars Waged that Kyle Schwarber would hit a home run, Bryce Harper would hit a home run, and Nick Cassianz would hit a home well, run. Well, we told you Suzanne way, Summers died. That one part was a lock. We knew that was going to happen once Suzanne passed away. And we also were talking about Kyle Schwarber overdue for a leadoff home run, or just a home run in general. And Bryce, it being his birthday, we were all expecting him to go yard today. So check, check, check. And this man won $714.86 on a $5 Damn. Same game parlay. 
Right. That can buy uh, a lot of Attaboy Harper t-shirts on allphly.com. Yeah. And I know, Spiral Out, you just got your t-shirt. You could have many more t-shirts if you win a deal like this. So, yeah, it's it's sometimes we're very accurate. And it's been more times than none that we've been accurate on this show. So if you need some assistance in helping to place those best bets, you can trust us. But what a day it's been. Game one, NLCS. Phillies won. Game one, Phillies won. We definitely uh, were feeling optimistic going into today. Can now whew, breathe a little bit more. Yeah, I feel we a lot better. We can like sigh heavy, yeah, breath of relief knowing that like, okay, took care of business. One down. Yeah, I, I mean, if you take care of tomorrow night, it's lights out for the Diamondbacks. I really think it's it's that big with Aaron Nolo on the mound. Uh, Ranger Suarez, as I have complete confidence in. Somebody said JT plays better on the road anyway. I think it was Kyle. Uh, fair point. He gets away from the four kids and maybe actually can sleep uh, because I, for one, am um, not looking forward to being woken up at 5.45 or 6 o'clock in the morning tomorrow. Okay. So I get it, man. Yeah. I get it. Um, but, yes, you know, you know, I, I just think that Aaron Nola performance tomorrow is um, is huge, and you can just put – your absolute foot on their throats and more or less mentally end them. I know it's a seven game series now, blah, blah, blah. You got to win four games. It's going to go. But if you go up to nothing at home versus their two best pitchers and let's not sugarcoat it. There is a steep fall off from starter two to number three and four. Uh, the Phillies have the advantage. Ranger Suarez uh, to Tyler's point in the pregame show is the difference maker here in this series if you get there up to a uh, Ranger gives you a huge advantage and then chase field. <laughs> ah. Yeah. I don't think the Phillies are going to be intimidated playing there. <laughs> not, it's a cute hot tub though. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, look, it's one thing to have to come back after being down one. It's another thing when you're down two games and especially against a team like the Phillies, as we've all known, talked about and seen, that's a, that is also a steep climb the other direction of trying to play catch up to see if you can tie the series up. So it definitely is important to have for the, the mental component, as you, as you mentioned, Jamie, that separation that you're going to Arizona up 2-0. Now you've got confidence. You've had a chance to win both games at home in front of your fans. You know, with wins comes now celebrations. You're, you know, you're in front of your, fan, your fans, your family. Everyone in the, in the clubhouse is extra excited versus when you have a, a loss and now you're you know, overanalyzing every little thing that led to the loss. So if they can continue to play tomorrow, close out, close out tomorrow with a win and head on the road up to, oh, you like your chances that much more. So I know we have more to talk about, uh, of course, leading into game two as we are previewing the matchup, looking at the playoff bracket, looking at, just, you know, our bets and predictions. Um, but Today, like we said, it's been a fun one. You know, hopefully we'll be able to hop in there, pool, hot tub, whatever it is, um, out in Arizona, feeling feeling good and victorious, Jamie, as we Yeah, there's no way Diamondbacks fans aren't peeing in that thing. I, I'm not jumping in that hot tub. I don't care how much chlorine they're putting in there. People always pee in the pool. Yeah, I know. You but can't I, have there's no pool without pee. It's a sad <laughs> reality, um, but, but I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I wouldn't jump in that hot tub. That's nasty. I also wouldn't jump in it the way they did because I don't think it's... It was, like, making me a little nervous. It's, like, not that big. And, and then there's, there's like seats under the water. Yeah, and I'm like, that hurts if you hit yeah. one of those. I was kind of cringing watching the celebrations. It's nothing like our celebration, but that's cute and all. Let's go splash in the pool. Yeah, the 20 hours pool. the first pitch already, Eugene Krabs. 
So on that note, I think it's a great time to go to bed. Um, it's getting pretty late. It's past midnight. I know somebody said Cassie's out there revving the engine of Ghost Rider of his Ghost Rider bike. We'll see what happens um, as we prepare for tomorrow's game. As we we've got to break it down, we've got to talk it through. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in, Jamie. Anything before we wrap up? Not that we haven't already said. Go Phillies. Go Aaron Nola. <laughs> Just get it done tomorrow. I mean, let's take care of business. Yes, get the speedos Seven ready. Seven more, Topper. There it is. Get the speedos ready. Seven more and one tomorrow where you can make uh, things a lot easier winning at home. So for us here at PHOI Phillies Podcast, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Continue to like, comment, subscribe, follow. We've got more content coming your way heading into game two. So stay tuned for that. Dropping across our social media and YouTube channels and everything. And as always, we appreciate you guys for tuning in having fun with us on the show and looking forward to seven more topper. Good night guys. Go Phils. Like the mayor.